Welcome to Babes of Quinty. I'm Katie and that's Kay. We are your underqualified babes chatting with qualified people to learn more about the baddest and brightest people and events in the Quinty area. But first, let's catch up. Really attracted to men right now. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> like at all. Okay. Let's unpack that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. It's funny because your sister's queer. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like a queer, a queer thing. I always thought my brother like may be gay. No, he's straight. He's married. He has a lot of gay friends though. Love them. Love it. It was like a little pride at his wedding. Well, there's like five of us, but that's a big deal when we're all in one place. Getting anyone together all in one place is like a challenge in of itself. Yeah. Especially when like you hit like your late 20s, like 30s. Like people have lives. Yeah. Um, so we're back. Yay. It's we're back. I have it's I don't even know when you were re-recorded. I was okay. like last in the office like two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, I feel like it's been like three weeks. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, yeah. We're doing it. And last week we were both sick, so it was oh my god. It was <laughs> so rough. bad. I don't think I've ever been so sick in my life. I think you had what I had, which sucked. And then you had COVID. And then I had COVID. So I think that's why you're out for so long. Yeah. No, we both got crazy fevers. Yeah. So yeah, you said it the other day in our morning meeting, you were like, it like cooked my brain. It cooked my brain. And I was like, yeah, my fever was so high that it cooked my brain. Yeah. When I, when it started, like I could, I was getting really hot and I was like, I just have to get upstairs so I can take my temperature. I just have to, but (laughs) I had like, and it's like my, my brain was answering, but my mouth and which just like I, wasn't. Yeah. I was like, I'm in an alter universe, right? Now. I was like hallucinating stuff. Yeah. My, my, um, my like dad's best friend also had the crazy eye fever and he was hallucinating. It's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. No, I thought that like I saw shadows on the walls, oh. like the wood grain was breathing. I was like, my mom and Jeanette were like, should we take you to the hospital? I'm like, I don't even think I can get to the hospital. Yeah. Your mom texted me. Yeah. <laughs> It was really cute. Why did she text you? Like, what did she say? Oh, here, I'll read it to you. Oh, perfect. One second. Is that actually where we just read text messages? Actually, I texted her yesterday too. And then she didn't actually respond to my question. She just liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Says, hey, Kay, hope you're feeling better. So I'm just a concerned mom. Did you have a high fever? Katie's at 103.5. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I said, hey, yeah, mine was like that for a few days. I could barely move. Yeah. He's like, so she was like, so I shouldn't worry. It's kind of going around. A friend of John's had hallucinations. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I did too. And then we just kind of shot the shit. And then I asked her to drug smuggle me children's Tylenol from She's Florida. Found she found you three. That's <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And I texted her yesterday. I was like, hey, like how much do I owe you? She just liked my. Oh yeah. Cause she's not going to let you give her money for it. I bet. Well, so too bad. Welcome. Welcome to that. I'm just going to like slide money in John's office and he's going to find it. And be like, oh, look, I found. Yeah. He'll love you know, that. Like 30 bucks. <laughs> what have I missed? What's going Like, so you were sick. What? I was sick. Um, my child, which one, <laughs> the, the, little the little one. one. So, um, we're starting, he has no interest in potty training. So he's chill. He's going to be three in February. No interest in potty training, but you know, like I'm like trying, I'm trying so hard. Oh my God. I am so done with diapers. Um, so like we have like the little potty thing and I'm like, okay, dude, like, do you want to sit on the potty? Keep your pants on. Like, so he keeps his pants on, he'll sit on it, but he won't do anything. But the other day for the first time, he kind of like 
like voice that something was going to happen. He was standing at the coffee table. He looks at me. He's like, mom, he grabs his butt. He's like, my butt. (laughs) And I just lost it. And I was like, what do you mean your butt? And then he farted and it was just hilarious. And Justin's probably going to yell at me for telling me everyone about, well, you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's like, it was just really funny that he 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 grabbed his butt and was like my butt. Because that was not what I was expecting him to say. It's like um, Jeanette's youngest niece. She's potty trained, but she'll still like have accidents sometimes. But when she has to poop, she's like, my stomach hurts. And I'm like, do you have to poop? And she's like, no. And I'm like, pooping fixes everything. Do you have to? And she's like, yeah. And for a while, she wouldn't sit on the toilet seat because she said it bit her bum. I could see that. It was like a pinchy eye. I don't know. It was a whole thing. Well, yeah, yeah, I get it. But kids are, but hopefully he'll potty train. I feel like, where's, your, be, where's the potty? Fine. I feel like kids like to be potty trained when the potty's not in the bathroom. That's why it was in the bathroom because I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to put it in the bathroom because yeah. you come to the bathroom with me anyways. Yeah. No, it's in the living room. Yeah. Now. I, so everywhere yeah. I go, I just drag this little tiny potty with me. It's weird. They don't like it in the. It's maybe yeah. it's just because it's loud. Maybe. I don't know. But um, so I saw something super cute talking about poop. Here's a segue to more poop content. I have no words. Go. Um, So I saw this TikTok this morning as I was laying in bed, waking up. I know what you're about to talk about. The crochet TikTok blanket. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Okay, I thought you were going to talk about Roe versus bros. Oh, no, that was great. That's good, too. Um, No, this girl is crocheting a blanket. You know how people do like the temperature blankets? Yeah. So... (laughs) This hero of a woman. Is she doing like her poop? She's doing a poop blanket. So every color for the, she tracks her poop for the whole week <laughs> and like texture, like kind of consistency. It's so thorough. And I'm just like, you know, what? I love poop talk. So, and it was just so happening. funny. And like every week now, like, so every week is a different color based on like the poop of the previous week. <laughs> and it's so chaotic. It's huge. And I'm just kind of like, I, I think she has a medical condition where she oh, has to yeah. like track it. So she was just like, let's just make this fun. My and friends and I are like very open about it. And we didn't know. Cause like we all have kind of tummy issues. Hot girls have tummy issues. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, and we didn't realize like how much we talked about it until we were in Florida and Jeanette was there with me and my three best friends and we were in Olive Garden and like we spent <laughs> the whole start of the meal talking about Poop. our poops. And like how everyone's vacation poop is. And Jeanette, I can't poop on vacation. Jeanette can't eat if you talk about poop. <gasps> oh no. Which I forgot about. Oops. I love you, Jeanette. Um, and that's when we, she informed us that we, in fact, do talk about poop too much. I think I'd like your friends. Yeah, you would. We're very open. <laughs> What's the thing is like, I just, okay. So I also, full disclosure, um, I'm talking to my doctor about getting an autism diagnosis because I oh. think I'm autistic. Um, and I realize this because I have no filter for things. Meaning like there's multiple issues, obviously, that make me believe this. But <laughs> one of them is the fact that I have no filter for or any like sort of like social kind of like awareness about <laughs> what is appropriate conversation where. I don't have that. Yeah. So um, I grew up with Martha as my mother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about poop on a podcast. Like this morning, someone said to me, sorry if I'm crying. And I said, I literally have a podcast where I talk about my life. (laughs) I have no boundaries. 
I think that's why I like podcasting. Yeah, it's like it's because I can like talk about can, all these things. We can talk, and I don't believe anyone's actually listening out there. So but I'm, then people are listening, and then I'm like, oh shit! Oh, <laughs> you get to know all about my life. Um, but I, you know what? I feel like I need that kind of content. Yeah, because it makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> yeah, and also I find my mental health has been really affected because again, and we've talked about this so many times, how like social media is so curated. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like I scroll through the feeds. Like, like everyone's happy and having fun like, and all these things. Happy. And I just feel like shit that I'm not like happy, thriving, so happy and like living my best life and meditating and grounding myself. And why am I sobbing, crying, you know, like, and then I'm like, wait, I need to talk about it. Cause I'm sure other people are also For doing sure. that and that it's not okay. I'm not okay. And it's okay not to be okay. What's the last thing you cried about? Over selling the water buffalo. Oh, I bawled yeah. my eyes out like a baby. Oh it was it was a rough Friday, Saturday for both Jeanette and I. Oh, Do you guys sell the water buffalo? We're working on it. Oh. We have someone who has offered to take the whole herd and Well, this will all be together. They'll all be Are together. They, do they bond? Like Yeah. yeah oh. They're friends. Um, yeah, it's like they all hate Gladys, though. But <laughs> Whatever. It's like heartbreaking. It's a lot. I'm processing a lot right now. So I think I'm just Well, like, it's like it's really putting that kind of it's it makes it really real. Yeah, I think like it was the straw that broke the camel's back. So I don't know if I've actually outright said it on the podcast, but I have bipolar two. I have bipolar disorder type two. I didn't know this. Yeah. Well, I, I knew, but I kind of I didn't joke know. about it a lot, but I'm like, I've never actually said it, which means I don't go like full manic. Mm-hmm. My understanding is I just go hyper manic. And I, not that people who go manic, but that's, I think how people kind of perceive it. Like you go into this hypermanic state where like everything, I go into just like a hypermanic where I make kind of like impulsive decisions and I'm really euphoric and I'm creative. And then I go through like episodes of depression pretty hard. So I'm in a bit of an episode of depression, but yeah. So I think it was like, also with part of that is like, I don't do well with change yeah, it can really alter my mood. And right now, like I'm moving the last three mo- like years of my life. I'm everything's changing. So it's just like I'm it's a lot of change. A very unbalanced new state. job, new job, new podcast, new podcast, new, new responsibilities. Yeah. Learning new things like that's a lot, it's a lot. It is like literally a lot. And the fact that you are like doing all these things and like toot your horn. Oh, thank you. Freaking telling it. Thank you. And and I have a lot of negative self-talk. I'm so... Sh- oh, I'm, I'm so, so mean to myself. I'm so mean to myself. Yes, I literally thought everyone hated me. I was so convinced my dog was mad at me. Oh. I was like, I'm not giving her a good enough life. Like, I was staring at my dog. I'm like, you hate me. But again, just negative self-talk. I could tell because I got... When you when you came in when, <laughs> to meet me to get tattooed um, for the Ink for Three Oaks. Thank you for everyone yes. who donated, by the way. Um... Yeah, no, I could tell that you were just like sads. I'm sad. And yeah. I was like, if I didn't have to get back to the office so quickly right now, I would have bought you chicken nuggets oh, from AW. Thank you. I bought myself chicken nuggets nice. from AW. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Mental health's weird. It's so crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's very fun. like ebb and flow. Oh, and like yeah. people are like, oh, if you do this, you're going to be okay. No. But it's like, no, that's not how it works. No. And I think the hardest point I came to, and I did come to it really young because I've struggled with my mental health like my whole life, mm-hmm. was I'm like, I'm going to have to battle this the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. I realized that like right at the, after I had Lincoln, 
my postpartum depression was like really bad. And I think that's when I really put things in per- into perspective mm-hmm. was like, holy shit, like this is not going to just go away. No. I would love for it to just go away. Holy, I can't, okay. when neurotypical typical people talk to me, I don't understand because it's, and it's so like happy. they say something sometimes like, and I get look like within the office even. And they're not doing it like maliciously or whatever. But like sometimes I'll say something and I'll get a look from someone like, what the hell? And I'm like, oh, does everyone's brain not work like that? Yeah, I've had And then I'm like, okay, I think maybe that's a thing. That's, you know, maybe just a me thing. Oh, shit. Well, you you and Jeanette both have ADHD and it's really fun. Like we've learned a lot about Jeanette's ADHD. Sorry, Jeanette. I'll ask you before I post this if I can talk. I've already talked about your ADHD, so. Um, (laughs) But we've just learned so much. And like, I'm not saying... I think it is helpful to have a diagnosis because then you can figure out what you actually need to like heal and and live your best life, even though there's still going to be ebbs and flows. I had, okay, full disclosure again, I had every year we have employee reviews. Yeah. And my first year back after having Lincoln, we were in my employee review as with he who shall not be named and Ferg. And we were just like talking about things and they're like, you're different. They're like, something about you is different. And I'm like, it's because I'm medicated. Yeah. And th- like, I don't think they knew how to respond because they were both like, wait, what? I was like, yeah. So like I have ADHD and yeah. I'm medicated now and I can focus on things. They're like, it's it, such a game changer. They were like, it's night and day. You're a completely different person. And I've had a lot of people ask me like, would you be okay? Could you go off your meds? And I'm like, I could, but do you, I don't do you- want to because- Mm-mm. You know, you didn't see me before I was medicated. Like, well, no, I, I, I've been asked that question a lot being like, you know, when are you going to start weaning yourself off your meds? And I'm like, I stopped taking my antidepressants when I was pregnant, mm. even though the doctor said that it was going to be like the baby would be fine if I kept taking them. I just didn't want to chance anything because I was. Yeah, whatever. I don't think I've ever been so like depressed. I, like it was. It's crazy. It, it was like a blur, like the whole like nine months and like the postpartum while I was breastfeeding. Like it was such a blur and I regret it because I didn't get the enough time to really appreciate what was happening. Yeah. And the time, cause I, like both pregnant, like both of my pregnancies have been incredibly difficult, like yeah. emotionally, like not mm-hmm. so much like the physical stuff, but like emotionally and just like not being present so I was just kind of like, oh, I'm going to do it different this time. And then I stopped taking my meds. So I didn't do it differently at all. No, I love uh, my meds. Yeah, I'm really bad. Sometimes I forget to take them just like I didn't take them for two weeks while I was sick. Yeah, when I was sick, I for- I always forget to take them. And, and then I was like, why am I so sad? Yeah, I'm like, I should take my meds. Again. Oh, my God. That's why. No, it's uh, if you need to be medicated, be medicated. There's nothing wrong with it. I have been medicated for 10 years now. I think I'm probably, yeah, it took me a long time to find the right ones. Yeah. Like, I think I've tried every single one of them and then I've. And some of them have shitty side effects. Oh yeah. I got like, I gained like 50 pounds. 25 pounds, baby. Mood stabilizers, shit for me, but they work for you. Kill it. Like, get it, girl. Yeah, exactly. This was a fun intro. Let's talk. (laughs) You can cut that out. Cutting that out. (laughs) Starboard cares. Let's talk. (laughs) Starboard talks. Starboard talks. Um, did you, you didn't interview this person with me. I didn't because I was so sick. You're so sick, but, but I, I was, I'm, I was honestly 
so sad that I missed this one because I was looking forward to this talk so much. She was fun and I know her from high school. So like it was kind of fun to get to know her. Like I thought I knew things that I didn't. So that was fun. Um, and she's just very smart, like very knowledgeable on her on her craft, I guess. I love that. Or her. I love her passion. Yes. And her, her, it's like, it's like a passion to educate too. Like it's, it's it's like, it just, it's interesting. I love it. 68. I love when people like women are just like bossing it. This is what I was going to do after high school was what she's doing. Oh, okay. It was either that or podiatry. Bold. I like both of them. Yeah. Same. And here we are. And here we are. Okay. So everyone enjoy this chat with you're about to find out. Today, we are going to get educated about eye health. Our guest today is a Badawa local whose fondest childhood memories were skiing at Badawa Ski Hill, exploring outdoor trails, and going to the big town of Trenton for a movie and pizza. She grew up in the Ibis. Her first job was answering phones and selling glasses at the family optometry business in Brighton. She took a victory lap at Albert College after finishing grade 12 at Bayside Secondary School. Following her victory lap, she attended the University of Ottawa, where she completed an honors Bachelor of Science with a specialization in psychology. She then went on to complete a Master's of Science degree at the New England College of Optometry in Boston. She married her high school sweetheart in 2019 in Badwa. She continues to live and thrive in Badwa with her husband and cat while working at Dr. Cower and Associates as an optometrist. Her social media educates people on eye health and eye exams. She is going to teach us about eyes and the importance of eye exams, even if you have good vision while dealing with our natural chaos. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, please welcome Dr. Maria Coward. Are you Torres Coward? What is no, your just name? Dr. Maria Coward. Okay, we didn't take his name, or nope. did you? Didn't take his name. Sorry, sir. He's sitting over there, but he's not going to talk. <laughs> he's just going to stare at us. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. It's nice to be here. How do you feel sitting in front of a microphone? Uh, weird, uh, but it not weird. too bad. I can't remember the last time I used a microphone. It might have been like singing at Albert College, maybe back in the good old oh, days. Yeah, you were a singer. I, I was a singer. A soprano. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Those days are long behind me. It's only exclusively eyes now. Well, ex- no singing. And singing in the car. And that's fair. Yeah. What's your go-to <laughs> car song? Um, I like like the Backstreet Boys. Like anything with a lot of Harmonies where I can try to like do every part at the same time. I like to do that as well. Yeah. I like to hit every note very off key. <laughs> Absolutely. Were you in a musical? Were you in musicals as a child? Um, not really. Like I took like singing lessons. Okay. Kind of. And then Albert College was really where I had the first chance to like sing, sing in a musical. And were you in the musical? I was in. The what musical. was it? That we year? did the twenty uh, fifth annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was your year. I was going to say, because your husband was in Narnia. I, I, I Yes, I have heard great things about the Albert Which College production of Narnia. I guess wasn't a musical, but was a play where he portrayed <laughs> a lion. I have a picture on my phone. It's like under my favorites, and it's my I think you've posted it, and it's, uh, <laughs> to it's look at. pretty great. So Yeah, you were in The Spelling Bee. That was a good one. Yeah, it was With good. Danny Manning, who we do talk about a lot on this podcast for some reason. <laughs> shout out to Danny Manning. Yeah, shout out to Danny. <laughs> Hope you're listening. Okay, what was it like growing up with a ski hill in your backyard? Uh, also, what is Badawa? Tell us about it. Badawa is kind of an interesting place because my childhood wasn't so much like I don't know, going to the store because Badawa doesn't really have stores. No stores So there there was a lot of like being 
released to the woods and being told, you know, just like, don't die, come back at an appropriate hour. So that was pretty much my whole childhood. We would like collect garbage we'd find in the woods and what make would you forts. Th- oh, with the garbage. Of course. Cool. Garbage forts. <laughs> garbage name, forts. Name of the episode. And, uh, you know, play like hide and seek and ride our bikes and just be general, like as much of hooligans as you could be while like in being Badawa. in the middle of nowhere. So. Um, do, is everyone in Badawa related? It's a good question. <laughs> um, there are a significant portion of people in Badawa that are related, are related. but okay. yeah. So like my my family grew up there, and they worked uh, like in the uh, Badawa shoe factory. And Shut my up. Grandfather was the firefighter of the shoe factory. Was there only so. one firefighter? There was one only one fire truck. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> So um, they kind of like grew up in the community. And then uh, when I was two years old, I moved from Trenton. Uh, my parents got big a house move. in Ottawa. That's a big move. Yep, t- 10, 12 minutes down the road. All <laughs> big the adjustments. And so. so your parents are still in that house. Yeah, so my parents are still in uh, the house in Badawa. And then my husband and I bought a house in Badawa um, after I finished optometry school right before COVID. So we moved back. Yeah. Wow. So you're just all in Badawa. Yes. So we have a ski hill in our backyard. We haven't been able to use it yet because of the pandemic. Was it closed during the pandemic? It was closed for a while. And then it was like kind of uh, you could like get passes, but you had to book them in advance. And we just were never really the type to book things in advance. I'm not. Yeah. No, I panic. Yeah. I have to do something. Right. To have to like plan something that far ahead. So, um, but our goal, like our dream is to create like a ski in you know, could you do that from your house backyard? Like I'll in, be there. Like in theory, want it to like look like, you know. Oh, OK. Yeah. Have like and then beds. everyone has to wear like vests. <laughs> exactly. Well, we have like little signs with like arrows to the different hills. Oh. We have a vision. So I'm excited. for. Can I be invited? You can come hang out in our faux ski chalet in our backyard. I'm ready because I might not even ski before. I feel like. Ottawa's such a small hill. It's so small. You, you snowboard. Are you a I snowboard and not not. Badawa's great, especially if you're learning. Great. Yeah. Or if you do tricks. Like, I remember growing up, like, all the cool guys would be, like... do flips. I'm going to say their name, like, uh, Kevin... Kevin... Oh, oh man. <laughs> My friend and I had such a crush on him just because we were, like, oh, he's shredding it in the park. Like... You do a backflip. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he was, like, big news, you know? <laughs> yeah. That was a time. Yeah. Like, I remember it was not a good hill for snowboarding because uh, it's very flat at the top. So we yeah, go with a friend stuck. that would snowboard. We'd have to, like, drag her with our poles to yeah. the hill. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I talked a lot about Badawa. That's okay. Now we're going to jump into – we're talking about optometry last because okay. it's the big ending. Okay. Now we're going to talk about your husband and how you guys met because we love a meet cute. Oh, my God. And I want to know because you're high school sweethearts and I feel oh. like that's super rare. Do I have to be honest? Oh my what god. What do you mean honest? Because it's not, it does not portray, it's okay, I'll tell the story. <laughs> Who does it portray in a bad light? It portrays me in a bad light, I think. No, it's just, it's it's not like as much of a meet, I thought it was more of a meet cute than he thought. I'm so excited so, because I've known, just to put this into perspective for the yeah. people listening, I've known your husband since I was seven. Yeah. And then I've known you since 2009. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the story of the meeting, I remember it extremely different than he remembers. Okay. So Alex is a very, very good guitarist. Yes. We were at 
Albert College had this like camp thing before school started for everyone to like get to know each other. So yeah. Alex was sitting like by himself at the fire playing the guitar and like no one was paying attention to him. <laughs> everyone was talking amongst themselves. So I was new. I'd never been to the school before. And I said, don't worry, I'm listening. You said that to him? I said that. I thought that was like a very nice thing to say. Like, don't worry, I'm listening. What he heard was, don't worry, I'm listening. And he was like, who is this rude <laughs> new girl coming in here sassing my guitar playing? So he had like bad vibes about <gasps> Maria for a couple weeks until we like actually. Were you crushing on him like immediately? No, not immediately. Immediately I was just uh, trying to be nice and make Alex, friends at a new school. He put his hands up like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when did like, you guys actually start dating, though? We didn't start dating until university. What? I know. And that I surprises people. Where you were dating at the Everybody remembers it. That we. Uh, that's why I was like, should I tell the real story or the fake story? Because the story that everyone just believes is that we, like, met, we fell in love, and we started dating, and it was, like, a fairy tale story. No. And 20 years from now, that'll be the story because we'll you just in, forget our own story. Were you in the musical together? We were in the musical together. And that together. didn't even make you guys fall So in we love. were supposed to, in the musical, sing a duet about love with one another. And then we didn't get to sing the duet because there were too many people in the musical, and they had to, like, split up roles. Rude. So two other people saying the duet. But that could have been our moment, That could have been your moment. It could have been, like, Troy and Gabriella from High School Musical. (laughs) That could have been your life. That could have been. (laughs) But no. No, no. So then we we reconnected in university. Did you you go to the same university? Yeah. So we went to the University of Ottawa together, and that's where we really, like— had our spark. So you're not really high school sweethearts. I misspoke in this intro. No, we're we're high school friends that became sweethearts. Wow. So okay. we got there eventually. I think it was because people wanted us to I date think and so we were too. like too stubborn because That makes sense. Yeah. Knowing both of you, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And now you've been married. I made a mistake because COVID is like a blur and I couldn't remember if you got married before or after, but you got married. Before COVID? Yep, like right before. So we got married August 2019. um, And then we went on our honeymoon in March 2020. (gasps) And then you guys got stuck. And then we got stuck because there was this little little virus called COVID that people were talking about. And we were like, ah, it'll be fine. Let's go on our honeymoon. And then. So you guys went to Spain on your honeymoon. Went to Spain. And then COVID hit. Yes. So While we, you were in Spain. When we were in Spain, they COVID hit and they like deputized all the security officers. And what does that mean? That they could like, I think that they could arrest us it for like breaking like COVID <gasps> lockdowns. Wow, and, that's spooky. Uh, it was kind of like planes, trains, and automobiles. We just went to the airport and we went to every single desk and we said, we need a flight anywhere. Just like get out. We of need here. to just like get out of where we are and we managed to get to England and then we managed to get a Was that spooky? Out of England, yes. It was probably the most stressful week of my life, I would say. Good. Let's bring that back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would be it was awful. We it was terrifying. We booked so many flights that just never went ahead. We just like kept booking oh. flights and then we would show up for the flight and they'd be like that flight doesn't exist, and it just kept happening because— Did you have to pay for them, or did you get your money back? We got some money back just because we had travel insurance. Yeah. But, yeah, it was definitely just, like, just seeing what, what 
to do anything, trying to do anything that we could was, to like yeah. get out of because we were on one yeah. of the Spanish islands. I was gonna say you were on an island too, so yeah. So there was no like international airport. We couldn't get directly back to Canada, so that's why we were just trying to You're get like, out another way. Out of here. So we got out on a British flight. They were repatriating British citizens, and the two little Canadians kind of snuck in there. Oh my gosh. So that is spooky. It was. Uh, I actually have goosebumps from that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was no bueno, I would say. No bueno. A little bit of Spanish for you. <laughs> Do you right speak there. full Spanish? Uh, no, I, I think I learned before I left uh, Cafe con Leche, which yeah, is coffee, coffee with, with milk. milk. Cerveza is beer. beer. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, I'd say. <laughs> okay, that's great. That that would be spooky. Because I had friends coming back from Thailand at that point. That'd be hard, too. And she said that was hard, too, Because, but like she just had to get her temperature taken. So I think your story was worse. Honestly, just like counting our blessings. So you hear so many stories of people that didn't get back. And like yeah. at the end of the day, we're fine. Like yeah. we made it out of the country. It took us like about a week to get out. Some people were stuck there for months, right? Like wherever they oh, were. Yeah. Like there was that time where people were just like, you kept hearing stories about it in like newspapers and stuff. So, yeah, I mean... I had friends who weren't upset. Lucky. They were like stuck in Australia because they were they like Australia worked. locked down. And they yeah. locked down. So I had friends who were there for like a year or more just working. Like Jeez. their visas <laughs> just kept. I guess like visas went out the window because it was like we can't leave. So yeah, yeah. Australia fun. didn't have a lot of COVID because they locked down so hard, but it hit them like af- like in a wave after. It mm. seems like okay. So your family, mm-hmm. eye doctors. Yes. Did you always want to be an eye doctor? No, no. I was on a very different path. I actually get asked this question a lot. I've never asked you this question, so I'm kind of excited. Yeah. So you'd think that it would just be like from a young age, like I'd always had a passion for eyes. Um, But I was very much like artsy. You know, my mom would always call me artsy fartsy growing up. You know, I liked singing and I liked writing. And um, that was kind of the path I felt I was on. I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to do, but I was like, you know, I wanted to do something more kind of in the arts. And Mm -hmm. uh, I started at university in the arts and then I just I didn't like it. It's like the perfect example of don't make your 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 hobbies, your work. Right. Yeah. So when (laughs) I actually. Right. So when I actually like started like doing kind of artsy classes, I was like, no, this isn't for me. So I reevaluated what I was looking for in a career, like chance to problem solve, talk to interesting people, uh, work like nine to five, not, you know, have to work weekends or crazy hours. Good like work life balance, you know, for like having a family and optometry checked all the boxes. Okay. And then I have so much family doing optometry that it was very easy to ask, like, Okay, like on paper, it looks really good, but is like, it like, is that? it actually a good job? And yeah, that's the the story of how I got into. Did you have to when you reevaluated? Did you have to take a longer undergrad, or did it just kind of like work out? Great question. I will say it was awful trying to get oh, my okay. credits. Yeah, yeah, because since I basically wasted my first year taking Classic. like. English and like drama and that sort of stuff. I had to take summer classes, full course load every summer to kind of catch up. And then I was also going to Carleton at the same time as the University of Ottawa to get classes from Carleton that I couldn't get for the University of Ottawa. And I was like taking so many classes to get my prerequisites. I also did not get my high school physics because you did really? Yeah, because I was like, 
You're going I, into the arts. I don't need physics. Like, I'm going to be like an actress. I don't know what I was thinking. but that's I'm like, going to be an actress. That's the, the, the path that I was yeah. on. And my parents gave me a really hard time, but I put my foot down. I am not getting my high school mm-hmm. physics. And it took years because university physics, so you have hard, to have the right? high school. So it was really, really hard to get my university physics. For so did you go back and do high school physics or did you just? I found a program through Carleton where they would do the high school physics first and then the credits for university. So that's how I kind of finagled my way through it. But my advice to everyone is just, just do it when you're in high school, just, just suck it up and do your high school. Yeah. I remember I took (laughs) physics grade 11. I took physics and chem. I dropped, I dropped physics. I had no idea what was going on. I was so confused. And then I took grade 12 chemistry for one week. And then I wrote, (laughs) Profit a letter being like, I can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Like, I absolutely hated high school physics. I was like, I'm never doing I this I didn't again. know what was going on. And yeah, and then, of course, optometry is literally all physics. I cannot stress that Oh, enough. really? Yeah, it's all just how, like, light bends through oh, different yeah. media. That's how your eyeball works, right? right? So now my, my life is physics. It's just, I don't know if that's irony, but it is funny that I was so against physics, and now that's, like, what I do for a living, so. It's nice, though, that love my parents but it is nice your parents were like take it my parents motto is like just drop it like if I don't get just drop it see what happens I think there's pros and cons to both both strategies (laughs) both work in different ways well that's good that you figured it out and then you went to the states for yeah how was that so I had a, a lot of choice kind of for where to go to optometry school and um the reason I chose Boston was because they actually had a dual degree program. So, oh. yeah. So I don't talk about myself very much. People don't know this. So no, I, I'm like, I've known you. I don't yeah. keep, tell me all. So I got a, um, I did a dual program, master of science and doctor of optometry. So I did them at the same time. Da, I was so confused writing your intro because it was yeah. like a master's of science. And I was like, because aren't you, you're like a doctor, right? Yeah. So okay. while I was doing my me. optometry degree, I was also doing my master's because, you know, what people say about optometry is there's just so much time to go out and get yeah. a master's. You have so much time, time as you're learning about the physics <sighs> of the eye. Yeah. So that was like super fun to get but I'm glad I'm glad I did it I did really you cry liked, a lot that's oh my, my favorite God, question yeah. to ask I cried people. like I don't know every couple days nice yeah that makes great. sense yeah it's yeah. like a huge relief I, I like bought a lot of snacks and just like sat on my bed and watched I think I watched the office all the way through like six times that's just, just to what get, I would do. it's like a comfort show to get yeah. you through yeah I have a friend who she would only watch Harry Potter that was like her optometry stress movie she would just watch all the harry potter movies i get it <laughs> i get it you need the comfort and the consistency yeah, of what you know just when to you're like in distract your brain and how many else. years was this master's doctor so it was four years you did all that in four years yes so yeah. at the end of the program there were only three of us that graduated with the master of science doctor of optometry combo degree there oh, were like, five in the program oh it's small yeah, so we had to you had to apply to be in the program when you already were at the school. So when I was at the oh. New England College of Optometry in my first year, then I had to get more references and do another letter of intent or whatever and then You're a real go-getter. I know. Well, the thing is it was a free program to oh. do alongside your doctor of optometry. So why not, I guess. So why not if you can handle the extra workload? I mean, I would say I handled it. I I did you it. You finished it. I finished yeah. it. 
some some moments. How's that master's treating you? It's good, and that's the thing now. It's just like a fun little like fact about you, me. Yeah, I'm like, do you use it? <laughs> I would like to. Like, so I I did. I don't know how deep you want to get into this. I can tell. I you love getting briefly deep. what I did for my master's. Yeah, I think I read it something about macular degeneration yes. and color vision. Yes. So basically, I looked at um, color vision as a way to detect early macular degeneration. Okay. And we looked at like color vision, not just straight ahead, but also like if you're looking out of the corner of your eye. So that's okay. essentially what we looked at for the study. So I know a lot about macular degeneration. My grandma has it. It's very, very common from, yeah. from doing uh, the report. Yeah, lots of people have macular degeneration. But sh- my mom's adopted, so I don't have, I won't get it. I don't think. It's one of the most common age-related conditions. Like, I could just get it, but are you more yeah, likely you could, to get it if your family member has it? You are more likely to get it, but it's not, it's not like, for sure. Like, oh. just because just a family member has it doesn't mean you'll get it, but you might also get it if you don't have a family member that has it, so... So still get your eyes checked. So still get your eyes checked. That's the lesson because um, a lot of the eye conditions, yes, if a family member has it, you have an increased risk, but they don't really know what exactly increases person A's risks over, over person B's other than the family history. Oh. So, yeah. Well, I've been making something up for a long time. I'm like, I'm not going to get it. I, nobody in my family <laughs> has it, but been lying to myself. You know what? You're young. We're it's good. called age-related macular degeneration. Usually starts around 50 plus. Okay. You're what, 25? Seven. 27. Just go to the eye doctor, get all your baseline testing done, and just keep keep coming in. And we ever see signs, we'll go from there, basically. Deal. How often should people go to the eye doctor? And why should they go to the eye doctor if they have fine vision? Usually we recommend people come to the eye doctor every one to two years. Um, if you're like over the age of... 50, I would say every year. And same with if you're a kid, for sure, every year, the in-between ages, you know, assuming everything looks good, they can probably go every two. The reason that you should go to the eye doctor, even if you see great and you've never had to wear glasses, is because a lot of eye conditions don't necessarily affect your vision right away. Oh, so it's like sneaky. So the big example is glaucoma. What is glaucoma? So glaucoma is usually a disease of high eye pressure. Uh, Everyone has kind of an internal fluid system in the eyes that, you know, supplies nutrients to all the structures of the eyes. And that kind of puts pressure on the structures. Um, The thing about glaucoma is having high eye pressure. You don't feel it unless it's super, super high. Question, and this might be a dumb question. Yeah. Could your eyeball explode from glaucoma? No, (laughs) but I sorry you said pressure and I was like, there's maybe, but I've seen some really, uh, I've seen, seen some eyes, like when the pressure's really high, you can see it like that eye's not okay. Like it's usually very red and it looks very painful, but when your pressure is just a little bit high, like it's kind of like some people with high blood pressure, they just don't feel it. They're walking around. They think everything's fine. But, um, when your pressure's high, it can cause damage to the optic nerve. The optic nerve is the cable that connects the eye to the brain. And when the optic nerve is being damaged, it causes a loss of your side vision. And that's why glaucoma is known as the silent thief of sight, because since it affects your vision from out to in, a lot of the time people don't notice that their vision is being damaged until it gets to a point where it's severe damage. So it doesn't happen all the time. I do sometimes see patients 
that come in first eye exam ever, they're like 60 and they've had glaucoma and they have all this damage done. And by that point, you know, the damage has been done. So that's why you should get your eyes tested every one to two years, even if everything seems fine, because some of these conditions, it's better to catch them early rather than later. So we can actually do something to help save your vision. I never knew what glaucoma was. I yeah. just knew people always smoked weed for glaucoma, <laughs> right? Is that a thing that was Yeah, so that's another fun conversation <laughs> I get to have with patients a lot of the time. Another good question I get asked is, oh, like I might have high pressure. Should I just like smoke a lot of weed? And the answer is no. Okay, now we know. <laughs> because uh, yes, marijuana can lower your pressure, but it doesn't do it for very long. It only does it for oh. like a couple hours. So unless you're like having marijuana every few hours like it's really not it's not doing anything <laughs> no 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 so, okay so yeah. stoners probably don't have glaucoma or they're just lessening the symptoms of glaucoma I mean I would the biggest thing I would say is when you go get your eyes tested just like don't do any form of marijuana like a few hours before just sense. because it could artificially lower the pressure oh. right and then I check your pressure and it looks fine and but then, really most of the time it's higher so that's really the big okay recommendation I have Okay, so I have I have eye questions. Okay. Well, Hit just me. questions about going to the eye doctor. Why do I have to cover my eye and read the letters on the thing? Um, so the reason we do that test is because we want to find the smallest, most fine-tuned vision that you can have. And the reason you do each eye individually is because the brain is very good at ignoring the eye that sees a little bit worse. So you sometimes catch it. Someone will be blind in one eye and have absolutely no idea. Sorry, what? Because they'll be walking around with both eyes together and the brain's just like, okay, we're just going to pay attention to the right eye and ignore the left. And then when they cover, all of a sudden we realize they can't see. And that's why it's important for kids to get their eyes tested because- they might be like- Because kids might have one eye better than the other and have absolutely no idea that how they're seeing is not how everyone else is seeing. Okay. Yeah. Go get your eyes tested, people. That's all I'm learning right now. I do get my eyes tested, so, you know. I'm glad. <laughs> um, why do they blow air in my eye in the beginning? So the air puff test is, it's a good test. People hate it. It's probably the test that people dislike the most, I would say, when they come in it's to see us. It's just so hard to keep your eye. They're like, keep your eye open. And you're like, you're blowing air into And it like eye. dries it out a little. Honestly, yeah. the, the reason people don't like the air puff test, it's the anticipation. It's like yeah. when someone's like, I'm going to blow air into your eye, but I'm not going to tell you when. And yeah. then people are just like, what are you, you doing? Know, amped up about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the reason they do the air puff test is basically they measure the pressure in the eye with that test and they measure the amount of resistance. So they blow the air. And then it measures how long it takes for the air to kind of bounce off the front of your eye and come back. And then that oh. tells you what your eye pressure And is that glaucoma is. then? Yeah. So it helps look for glaucoma. Oh. So because people don't like the air puff test that much, we do do it. Um, but we have a couple other tools that people like a lot better. Like we have one where we put in a yellow drop and we shine a blue light in and people prefer that test because it doesn't have the same kind of like jump back. Uh, you just blew air in my eye kind of. Reflex. Yeah, I just feel like they're setting me up for failure because they're like, we're going to blow air in your eye, but don't blink. And I'm like, right. okay. <laughs> and the other thing is sometimes when you're like stressed about it, your pressure in the eye might like go up, like if you're oh. really holding your breath. So I always like tell people like, keep breathing, just relax. Okay. It'll be okay. And okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you say so, um, what should people use eye drops? What's the deal with eye drops? 
Yeah. So eye drops are kind of an overwhelming experience from what I hear. Like you go to shoppers or wherever. There's so many eye drops. There's so many. There's like just a wall of drops and like they all kind of look the same. And But then I had an eye doctor tell me like not to use a certain kind because it's just bleaching your eye. Yeah. So some drops, um, for example, Visine and Clear Eyes are artificial eye whiteners. So they constrict the blood vessels of the white of the eye which makes your eyes look nice and white and they make them look better, mm-hmm. but they don't actually solve the underlying reason why they were red in the first place. For example, oh. if you had an infection, so they look better, but they don't feel better. Okay. So what do you do? You put more drops in. Yeah. And then the other issue that happens is sometimes people, if you try to stop using it, they'll get almost like a withdrawal effect. Like okay. their eye will get twice as red as when they started. So some people actually almost become like addicted to using these drops because when they're not using them, their eyes are like, they look like bloodshot. So it's sometimes hard for me to sort of like wean people off and be like, these drops are doing more harm than good. So the thing to look for when you're looking at the wall of drops, if it's like a dryness thing, artificial tears. Okay. That's what you're looking for. Avoid anything that says it's going to take the red out. Okay. Just look for artificial tears. It's like putting on hand cream when your hands are dry. You put in a drop of the tears when your eyes are dry. And it helps kind of refresh the eyes. So sustains okay. a good drop. Refresh is a good drop. We sell some good drops in office, which are kind of the next step up in terms of quality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but beware of any get the red out drops. That's the big lesson here. So they're lying to us. They never lie. They're They're sneaky. Like if you look at their ads, they never say like, oh, we'll make your eyes feel better. They say we'll make your eyes look better. Oh, Sneaky. and then you have to keep using it because they make your, I know it's I very see tricky. You, Vizine, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a lot about eyes I and do. you have started on the adventure of sharing it on social media. I did. And it's been an adventure. Can you tell us about sure. it? Yeah. So I guess growing up in such like an eye heavy family, I never realized how much regular people, I don't know if that's the right word, know about their eyes Mm -hmm. until I really started working and having discussions with people. And, and like, there's just not a lot of education out there about how the eyes work, why you should get eye exams, um, that sort of thing. So what I was to do was basically to educate the general public about the different eye conditions that they can have, how to keep their eyes healthy things along that line, uh, because I wasn't really seeing a lot of that. Like there's some, I guess, you know, influencers that do eye related content, but nothing really in this area, not that many in Ontario. And I no. wanted to try to bring that education to the community. So it's been fun, actually. I'm really I liking I love your videos and I feel like I'm learning things. I really like making them and it's really fun and kind of a fun challenge for me to try to put these super complicated eye problems into like 20 second videos that like everyone can kind and of you, get on yeah, board with. Yeah, you use like the trending sounds and stuff. Oh yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm getting a lot better at it. It's been like it's definitely fun. trial and error though yeah. to find what works. Well, that's like reels. I feel like in this day and age, it's just like, what are reels? How do I make them? Yeah. When do I become famous? Yeah. And there's like certain times of day that like if you yeah. post, then they like will have more exposure yeah. than other times of day hashtags oh my god yeah you have to use the right hashtags uh, yeah. I know um what's your favorite video you've made so far I'm sure you've made a lot but do you have like a favorite I like the one I made recently of um 
about different eye infections. Did you watch that one? No. So I watched your colored contact one, which made me lol. That's what I put up today, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, don't buy colored contacts. Yeah. Like if you ever find a colored contact for sale at a costume shop, chances are it's not a regulated product because they have to be sold. Like there are lots of rules about selling contacts. So just like buyer beware. You have no idea where they're coming from. You don't know what they're made of. You don't know if they're sterile. Uh, Yeah. Get your contacts like from a reputable source is what I would say about that. Uh, So in terms of the video that I like the most. So I made a video recently starring my lovely husband who consented to being in my video about. He's an uh, actor. About (laughs) uh, pink eye. Like I did watch pink eye because I get. I get told a lot. It's, it's like, when someone farts on your pillow bare butt. Oh, apparently. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you know what that's from, though? No. It's from the movie Knocked Up. Okay. I believe it's from the movie Knocked Up and like. Someone farts on someone's pillow bare butt and it's like... I do get that. I get that comment all the time. That's what causes pink eye. And yeah. I like didn't know why everyone was saying it's the same so thing. It's probably so inappropriate, but on, when my grandpa was like no. on his deathbed, he had like really bad eyes. And I just kept saying to the nurse, like, no, like my grandma definitely farted on his pillow bare butt. And she was like, that's not a thing. And I was like, <laughs> it's that's not. what the movie told I me. I don't think it's really a thing. I okay. Mean, yeah. So everyone, fart particles do not give you pink eye. I mean, I guess they, I would never test it out. Like no one's running studies. Like (laughs) no one's studying this. No one's farting on pillows and being like the rate of pink eye from this (laughs) episode. We're going off on a track here, Katie. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So pink eye, the thing about pink eye is like pink eye is just this big, broad word, meaning that your eye is red. Oh, that's it? Yeah. So I liked making the video because I thought it was kind of cheeky because I like was explaining this. And then in the background, I had various pictures of pink eye that were all completely different conditions and looked exactly the same. So what is it just bacteria? Like what? Yeah. So there's a bunch of different types of pink eyes. So um, bacterial conjunctivitis is when you have an infection in the eye. Viral is when you have a viral infection. So it usually goes away on its own. Allergic is when you have an allergic reaction. And then you can get into it. You can have like... Herpes in the eye, you can have... <gasps> no, you can't. Yeah, you can have shingles in the eye. Um, you, If you have a corneal abrasion, that can cause red eye. If you have very dry eyes, if you have glaucoma, like we were talking about earlier, glaucoma when the pressure's this really high. Is all high. pink eye? It's all just like, like pink eye is just kind of this broad term for like red eye. So when a, someone up. goes to their doctor with pink eye, the thing is like, they don't know what exactly it is unless you look into it and okay. ask the right questions and like... Diagnose. So if you get pink eye, should you go to the eye doctor? Yes, you should. Oh, you should. If you can go to the eye doctor, you should go to the eye doctor because we have our special magnified equipment. We can actually look in the eyes and we can tell you what is what? causing your pink eye. Right. Yeah. Is it something really normal, like just a bacteria or is it like one of the rarer things that can also cause your eyes to be red? Uh, if you absolutely can't go into the eye doctor. I mean, if it's the weekend, you could go to the emergency room. They usually have an ophthalmologist on call. Uh, as long as you see someone would be the recommendation. And in Canada or in Ontario, a lot of people don't know this, but kids are actually covered for their eye exams. If you're under the age oh. of 20, you're covered for your eye exam. And if you're over the age of 65. So if you have a if that kid, middle ground, that's questionable. Yeah. So if, you're, if your child has pink eye or you think they have pink eye. Bring them into the eye doctor. You also did a video recently saying if you have like an eye infection, 
you can go to your eye doctor. Like the eye doctor is not just for eye. Exams. Yeah, that's the one that blew up. I thought that was like it was such. I literally didn't know that. I made that video. I was half asleep in my car. Like well, no, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Were you I, driving asleep? No, no, no. I was. I was in my car. I had like just gotten to work. You know, I was still drinking oh, yeah. my coffee, getting ready to start the day, and I made this video just. Because I didn't realize that people didn't know they could go see their eye doctor for their eye infection. So that was the whole video. If you're not going to see your eye doctor for your eye infection, like, where are you going? And it's literally my most viral video. And I just wish I had put on a single bit of makeup that day. No, it's put any effort in it. They like the realness of the tiredness, (laughs) I find. Maybe. But like, of course, you know, you spend so much time like making videos and actually like curating things, curating them. And one goes viral and you're like, what? I have all of. And of course, that was the one that was going to go viral. But yeah, I got a lot of really interesting responses actually on it. And it really, again, just helped me realize like this is new information. Something that I thought was very obvious, like you could go see your eye doctor for for an eye infection is not that obvious. I thought eye doctors were like, I go get my eye exam, they give me glasses Yeah, or they don't give me glasses. That's a really common uh, opinion. And I think a lot of that comes because eye doctors used to be like that, you know, like 30, 40 years ago, but now we are doctors of optometry. So we go to school, we learn about the eyes, we learn how to treat and manage ocular diseases. Mm-hmm. In some states, optometrists can even do like eye surgeries. Oh. So um, basically the exam, the, the glasses are important, but the reason we go to optometry school is to treat eye problems and manage okay. eye problems. So glasses is just the base level here. Yep. It's, I mean, glasses are definitely important and I love helping people pick glasses and yeah. I love helping people see better. But yes, the second half of the exam is looking at the health and making sure that they're not at risk for eye disease. Okay. Yeah. I just learned so much. I feel like, okay. And what's your socials called? How can people follow you? So people can follow me uh, at Dr. Maria Coward. I'm on all the socials. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You're doing it. I'm, I'm doing it Are all. Are you on YouTube yet? No, I don't know if I'm ready for it's YouTube. It's a lot. I just, I feel like uh, my videos would have to like be the next step up in terms yeah. of quality, you know, to be on YouTube. Like I'd have to figure out like scene transitions and Can have you them be longer me, than 30 seconds. I don't know if this is allowed. Can you tell me like the weirdest eye thing you've ever seen? Is that allowed? Um, I can tell you like an old optometry wives tale. Yeah. You might decide it's too like spooky for... So, no, it's spooky season. This is perfect. So, so every time I put... We have a numbing drop that we put in people's eyes. And every time I put the drop in people's eyes, I tell them probably way too much. Like, don't rub your eyes. Your eyes are frozen. Just close and dab. Just be careful. And the reason I tell that is because when we were in optometry school, I almost think of it as like an optometry ghost story. I have no idea if it's true, but you heard it from all of the teachers there that there was a girl that she had the numbing drop in and she wasn't told it would freeze her eyes. What do you mean freeze your eyes? Like literally like when you go to the dentist and they freeze (gasps) your mouth, it like freezes so you can't feel your eyeball if you were to poke it. So the story was this girl after her eye exam, she didn't know her eye was frozen because the doctor didn't tell her. She went to the washroom and she put on mascara and she scraped all over the front of her eye, the mascara instead of on her lashes because she couldn't feel it. And I have no idea if that's a true story, but it stuck with me. And every patient I see, I'm like, don't rub your eyes because I don't want you to scratch them. And then what happens if you scratch it? You can't see anymore. Well, if you scratch your eye, um, 
it's not the end of the world. But it's not great, though. It's not great. You know, then you have to come back and then we have to make sure that it's healing like any sort yeah. of scratch on your skin. I was the kid that used to turn my eyelids inside out. Was that good or bad? Uh, I It can sometimes make like the skin like more lax like a little floppier I guess if you were to overdo it but I flip people's eyelids I can't flip my own though but yeah some people will flip them to like scare people I used to do that I've never been able to do that but we would flip people's eyelids like for contacts or if someone that thinks they have something under the lid then I flip them but I always warn people that it feels weird because it feels like all of a sudden your eyes get in too much air Interesting. It's cool you can flip them, though. I don't think I can do it anymore. Wow. Just young me was like, look what I can do. I Very impressive, Katie. <laughs> My skills. Can you tell us about your cat? Or yeah. cats? Do you have one cat? Two I have cat? two cats. Okay. Actually, I have a funny story. So coming in here today, Alex and I, my husband and I had the talk, don't be weird. That was the talk. No, be weird. And he said, you're not allowed to talk about the cats because no. normal people think talk it's about, weird to talk, talk about, about the cats. The cat. Why is that weird? Uh, I don't <laughs> Kay has cats. I get asked, so I get asked a lot like, oh, do you have a family? And I said, yes, I have a husband and two beautiful cats. Yeah, I don't think that's... <laughs> yeah, so we have two cats. Uh, they are very cute and um, they don't like each other, but... Okay. We are obsessed with them. How and old we, are they and what are their names? Uh, one is Thea and one is Selena. Uh, they are, Thea I think is three and Selena's one and a half. Oh, so does Thea hate Selena? Yeah, she's like it was little. like yeah. older sibling to younger new baby kind of situation. Where'd you get them from? Fix for Life for both oh, of them. Oh, I want to have her in here. The um, the Fix for Life lady? Yeah, the Fix for Life lady. Yeah, so it was really hard to like get them to bond, but <laughs> now they've kind of like... What'd you do? Put them in a room together? <laughs> Honestly, it was when we first went away for like a weekend and we like oh. had to leave them together. They like... Bonded? Bonded because they had no one else to like hang out yeah, with. Yeah, they were like, well, we're dead now our parents left us right and and now the neighbor cats will like come up to the house and now they've like united in their fight against are they indoor or outdoor they're indoor cats okay yeah yeah. they are yeah i always try to get out though as if we don't give them every comfort and you know feed them wet food every single day oh have you seen these um cat yogurt tubes oh we have those yeah oh they're so (laughs) gross my friend sends me videos she just got um uh a mancoon, a mancoon cat. The big ones. The big ones. Yeah. And she'll like send me videos of eating a yogurt tube and I hate it. Yeah, we have a couple. It's the only way we can get the cats in the cage when we have to like go to the vet. <laughs> we have to like lure them with treats. Basically. Would you ever get a dog or are you cat people? Uh, my husband likes dogs. I I like dogs. I'm a little more wary of them. My dream dog is a corgi. I like their little legs. You you both want corgis. Yeah. I get it. I love corgis. They have like a bread loaf butt. Yeah. I just think they're the cutest dog, but we don't know how they would work like bringing them into like a family of cats. So that's something we have to figure out. I think you'd have to get it as a puppy so that it like can get used because my dog currently living in my parents' house, Uh there's the cat has to be locked in my parents' room because my dog. Are you try to get it? Tears. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. How old your cat? It's new. It's like six months old. Oh. Cooper. I'm sure they'll like mellow eventually. I'm moving out. I'm moving out finally after yeah. two months. Nice. Here we go. Um, okay, I'm going to rapid fire you, okay. which means I'm just going to ask you a quick question. Okay. Okay. Favorite restaurant in Quinty? This is like the hardest game ever. Uh, I know. Chilangos. Oh, have you been to the new? I haven't been to the new location, but it, I could literally just eat their chips. I don't even have to get a main. Oh. Like if they just kept bringing me chips and margs, 
Chips and Marks. I'm going with you. Hashtag Chips and Marks. I'm going with you. Okay. Because I love Marks. Yeah. And Chips. So we're good. Um, Favorite show. Is it The Office? Uh, Favorite show ever would probably be like maybe Friends. Yeah. You know, I, I like the classics. Favorite show currently is we've been watching a lot of like the Disney Plus shows. So oh, we've which been one? We've been watching Andor recently. It's the new Star Wars show. Oh, yeah. Charity, who works at 95.5. Yeah. Mark, someone's been watching that. Someone told me about that. Um, favorite hobby? I like biking. I don't oh. do it as much as I used to, but Battle has all these really good trails really? behind it. Yeah, like the ski hill when it's not... The winter, you can, there bike are trails down? where you can bike around. So Holy, okay. Yeah. Mountain biking, though. I've never gone road biking, but mountain biking. Oh, like it. you mountain bike. Yeah. No, can you call Badawa mountain? It's, it's hard hill. to say. So I go hill biking. You go say. Biking. Yeah. Okay. And mm, one more. Rob, favorite color? Purple. Oh, okay. my goodness. Oh, no. I have one more eye question for you. What is like the best thing people can do for their eye health? The best things you can do for your eye health are go to your eye doctor every single year, every two years, get your eye exam done just to make sure everything looks healthy. Get the baseline scan done if you can. We have like a machine that can take like a picture of your eyes because if anything ever changes, you know, even 20 years down the road, you have that reference and keep the eyes. Oh, I have a couple. Can I just keep going? Keep going. Okay. Um, Eye hygiene is important. So... Take your makeup off properly. If you wake up with crusty eyes, use lid wipes to like clean the debris and that sort of thing off the lids. Just like you brush your teeth before bed. You yeah, I watched your lid wipe video. Debris off the lids. Uh, don't smoke. Smoking is one of the number one preventable risk factors of macular degeneration. Smoke cigarettes, smoke weed, smoke anything? Uh, I would say anything, but okay. the I will say that they haven't really done many studies on the effect of marijuana specifically mm-hmm. because it's so newly. Yeah, that's fair. So... My, my thought is, is probably smoke in general, but to be determined, we'll have to see how the research develops on that. Wear sunglasses. UV from the sun can cause a lot of damage to the eyes. And eat lots of leafy greens. Foods high in oh. antioxidants are very good for the eyes. So okay. spinach, kale, blueberries, all are all very healthy for the eyes. Kind of just spin that question. What do you wish people would stop doing that affects their eyes? I wish people when they started squinting would just like, Go get an eye exam. Because, oh, like because they need glasses? Yeah, because I oh. see so many people walking around, like, just squinting their <laughs> eyes, trying to see. And it's like, it means it means you need glasses if you're okay. squinting to see. So just, like, go get a check. Because it's hard on the head. You get headaches. You know, it's yeah. hard when you're squinting your eyes all the time. Yeah, that's the big one, I'd say. Thank you. Alex, do you have any eye, eye things? Any eye questions? You're the audience right now. Alex is sitting in the corner. We're putting him under pressure. Maria is going to San Diego tomorrow. I am Why are you going to San Diego? There's a, um, a conference in San Diego, so I'm presenting a poster at the what? conference. Yeah. About what? Uh, it's about uh, how optometrists can be an asset in like identifying type 1 diabetes if it shows up in the eyes, oh. basically. That's cool. Yeah. You actually, that's another thing. You travel, you seem to travel a lot. Yeah. Stuff. It's kind of one of the perks of my job is they have all these really interesting conferences mm-hmm. all around the world. So okay. I always try to go. And this conference I go every year because I have like a special 
I don't like bragging. I have a special like designation. I'm like a fellow of the American Academy of Optometry. So I had to do so many like reports and posters in order to get this designation. And I also have to go to the conventions in order to keep it. So that's part of why I go. It's also just an excuse to go somewhere. Yeah. Like go to San Diego. I'm so excited. I'm going to like go to the beach and wear a cute dress maybe because it's like going to be nice and warm. So where's the coolest place you've traveled? for eyes Uh, I went to Hawaii actually what yeah when I was in my last year of optometry school I presented a poster at the big research conference there so that was good it was a long flight just a little bit and I literally ate sushi for like every single meal I do that too it was just like Like sushi and ramen I just alternated whenever I go to Thailand I eat fried rice like three times a day yeah maybe for a snack too I I still think about the sushi I just like you don't you know I would go back Oh, okay. One more rapid fire question. Uh-huh. Where do you want to travel next? What's your, what's your like dream travel destination? In general? Yeah. Uh, I really want to go back to Portugal because we spent a day doing a layover there when we were on our honeymoon. In the COVID mess? It was before COVID. So before COVID was like, we're like, yeah, what's COVID? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We went to Portugal for like a day and we did a food tour and it was awesome. <gasps> and I loved it. And I kind of wish we had just stayed in stayed Portugal. There. Uh, and I want to do like a train tour of Portugal. Ooh, just like I didn't know that was an option. It's just something you can do yourself because there's like really easy train yeah. accessibility. So just like get a train from like one part of Portugal to the next and go all the way down. Okay. And the other like dream trip I want to do is I want to do the Lord of the Rings pilgrimage in New Zealand. What? I think I did that. Did you really? Is that that like, is that that really crazy hike? I no, they take you on. Oh, no, I didn't do this. I did the hike of Mordor or whatever. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like a 15 day trip and they take you to all like the different filming locations where they film the movie. And no, I I didn't do that. I hiked. I hiked the (laughs) mountain that I think it's Mordor or whatever. Really? And you just make jokes the whole time about like I made jokes about the the office because I don't really watch Lord of the Rings. But Dwight in the office Uh says like my dream vacation is going to New Zealand and climbing this mountain. So we climbed it because we felt like we had to. And this is kind of a story, a tangent. I'm going to go on. So sorry. But my brother did it Uh years prior. And he was like, just make sure you're prepared because it's like a six hour hike. He's like, make sure you have water. You have to park on one side, book a shuttle to take you to the beginning. And then you like do wow. the hike. So we filled up Jeanette's like camel pack the night before. We were like, haha, we're so ready. Look at all these look at all these stupid people and their stupid shoes. And we have water. And then she goes to take a sip. We're on the shuttle. Had parked her car we're on the shuttle. She takes a sip of her camel pack uh-huh. and it's empty and because she had left the spout open so the whole camel pack drained inside our rental car oh my god and so I had just happened to pack like like the the things you put in water to like so there was one tap at the beginning of this hike we filled it up put in the like aqua tabs and Jeez. and then I did have very bad stomach troubles at the end of that hike because yeah. I don't think I drank water no for the kidding. last two hours <laughs> great hike yeah would recommend but be actually prepared and not cocky like us. That, that's a, a good recommendation. I think when we did our honeymoon hike, we didn't bring any water at all. So you're still a step <laughs> above us. <laughs> Who needs water while hiking? It's stupid. Um, do you have any shout outs you want to give? Like socials, people, anything? Uh, shout out to the babes of Quinny, obviously, oh, for inviting me on the show. Uh, well, you're a babe. I was like, we need to get this eye doctor on to teach us things. Yeah, I was really excited to do this and to like hang out with you, yeah. Katie, which we haven't well, done I'm yet. Back and we're actually going to be friends. Yeah, so. <laughs> we live in the same place. I we know. live in the same country again. Um, 
Can I give a shout out to my husband? Yeah. For sitting in this whole time. Thank you for sitting here. Um, my husband's very supportive and he drove me here today and he's going to buy me dinner after <gasps> this. We're going to go for dinner. Probably the food court, but still. Oh, I love the food court though. There's so many options. I know. And uh, he's doing his uh, MBA. Are you so doing your MBA too? I am doing my MBA too. Because you haven't done enough. I know. I just can't get enough of school. I just love writing essays <laughs> right? all day long. So wait, what will you do with your MBA? Like anything or you'll just have it? So I... I get that asked that question. Sorry, a lot. is that a rude question? <laughs> no, it's it's a very legitimate question. So the thing is, all optometrists are small business owners. Yeah. But I literally had one half class of business yeah. when I was in optometry school. Like they taught us very little about how to actually run a business. So I'm basically getting it to have that knowledge. So when I go into running a business, I know what I'm doing and there. Yeah. Maybe I should. And I'm hoping that. it helps me with like, um, I, I really like the social media yeah. aspect and the education. I mean, the whole reason I'm doing it is to try to educate the public. Right. And I think having that sort of know how of like how best to like market yourself mm -hmm. will be really helpful as well going forward. Sick. Yeah. Good for you. You're a queen. Like K-W-E-N queen. <laughs> Holy. Um, so follow you on socials. Yeah. Say it again. What is it? At Dr. Maria Coward. We're going to link that in our show notes. Oh, awesome. Go to the eye doctor. I'll link where Maria works. Dr. Coward. I work everywhere. You work everywhere. Trenton, Belleville, Brighton, Picton. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Go to the eye doctor and stop using bleaching eye drop. Don't use Visine. That's, yep. That's one of the is biggest that, takeaways of yeah? the uh, event today. Yep. And thank you, Alex, for sitting in the corner yes, and being the number you, one Alex. fan. <laughs> amazing maria snaps man love you it taught me so much you taught me that farting on a pillow does not actually give you pink eye wow you'll find that out you haven't heard that i haven't heard the episode yet which is surprising actually you know what i believe it because i've been farted in the face more times <laughs> in the last two years oh from your child i was from like my... what is your kink <laughs> <laughs> no not her kink not her kink not anymore. my kink no <laughs> Not farts. Oh, that yeah. is a legit thing, though. Yeah, I thought it wasn't. She said that's not proven. I said okay, okay. For everyone, we record these before they go out, and Kay wasn't there, so she I wasn't there, so I don't actually know. I haven't listened to the episode yet, so poo poo on me. But like, I just want to listen to the edited I also version. Haven't edited just, it yet. So. <laughs> I also just like listening to the edited version. Yeah. In case there's something that she said that she didn't want. Yeah, you're like the because I can still fix it by the time you listen to it. Exactly. I just prefer to listen to the finished product. I don't know. Okay, so for reference, I just picked up the world's fattest Sharpie marker. Oh, is it a Sharpie? It's a, yeah, it's a permanent marker. Mm, weird. Um, but I definitely thought it was a vibrator. Because <gasps> that's what it looked like. It it's just like this big... like a bullet vibrator. It definitely has bullet vibrator. <coughs> and I was like, mm, no. Speaking of that... This is really funny, and I want to talk to you about it. I went to one of Jeanette's hockey tournaments, and we get this a lot, and it is my favorite thing. Um, people are always like, oh, so are you two sisters? Oh, I love it. And I'm like, no. Like, we used to be like, no, we're friends. And then we're like, no, we're girlfriends. And now we're, we decided next time someone says it, and I don't know if this is cruel, we're going to be like, yeah. And then we're going to start aggressively making it. <laughs> 
because it's just so funny. Like it's it's like I totally get it. I don't think we look alike though, but I think no, a you're lot just both of lesbians get that. But you're also just both blonde. She's not blonde. She's brunette. Why did I think she's blonde? I don't know. She's like pretty dark brunette, and I'm like, I guess I'm I like don't dirty see blonde. like a like I don't think you guys look alike. Like her and her sister look identical. So it was just your so sister single. <laughs> no, <laughs> unfortunately, I wish. She also straight. She's like I'm a very hetero thing oh, well, going on with four children, but um, that's okay. I like kids. <laughs> you do. I'm just kidding, Marie. She's coming. For Sorry, you. Marie. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my fun. Like, no, we're not sisters, but maybe <laughs> no. That's actually hilarious. We did have an article written about us in a farm magazine called Soil Sisters. <laughs> Please don't go look it up. I'm so looking it up. That's the first thing I'm doing. Do you Google our names. That's what comes up. Shut up. Yeah. I love this. I might edit this out. Soil sisters. We are like, oh, it sounds like a bad porno. Oh, it does. Mm. Farm porn. Uh, oh God, it's my favorite intro and extra we've ever done in my life. <laughs> I think so. Me too. But Maria is great. She I'm is, so excited. It's a good episode. She... Was very when she was nervous to come. Her husband sat in the corner, Alex, Aww. which made my day. <laughs> Bless him. And yeah, they're just like a fun couple with cats. We love some moral support. Yeah, and yeah, if you need to go get your eyes checked, go check out Doctor Maria Coward at Coward Optometrist. I'm going to do that because I haven't had yeah. my eyes checked in a very long time. Yeah, because I don't think about it. No, you don't think about it. But it's like, oh yeah, my eyes work. I'm good. Yeah, but, it but could it's be like, so okay, many other there's things. so many other things that you just don't think about that could be happening. And it's like, oh, you know, that's maybe why I'm getting headaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like know. there's so many things and I'm like, oh, I should probably, I'm going to make an appointment. Do Maria, it. I'm coming for you. Perfect. I love, we love eye health now. Love eye health. Didn't know. Um, do you have anything, anything we need to shout out, talk about? Um, so I don't, okay, so if everyone knows that we work at the radio station. I think so. Yeah, I hope so. Well, we work at the radio station. We work at Starboard Communications, 95.5 at FM, Cool 100, and in Quinty.ca. Stream online for free. That's not an ad. <laughs> $500. <laughs> he who shall not yeah, be named. I was going to say. Hmm? <laughs> um, no, so uh, every November, well, every November, it's the second time, um, <laughs> 95.5 and Burger Revolution, they team up and they do the Mark and Charity Burgers. Burger of the month. Mark and so it's the burger of the month and there's sliders this year. Battle Royale. And a portion of the proceeds goes to Christmas sharing and the children or the, the toy drive, the, the firefighters toy thing. drive. So one's good. one's like a California, like an avocado vibe. A deep fried avocado yeah. on it. And, and the other like, one's Cajun and spicy. Oh, is that? Okay. Mark's is spicy and spicy. spicy. And but yeah, so if you're looking for a fun thing to do and you can vote on your favorite burger and you can win a $50 gift card to Burger Revolution. Chill. And you can. And you're also supporting. Charity. Charities. Charities. And if you, you can go to the Trenton or Belleville location and when you order it, you'll get two sliders and they're yeah. really good actually. And please, I haven't tried them yet. You've tried them. I tried them when they brought them in. Yeah. But please go to Burger Revolution. Yes. So Burger Revolution. Belleville Trenton locations. Vote for your favorite. Burger of the month. Proceeds going to charity. Yeah. And you can find out more at 955hitsfm.ca. Yeah. And our socials and the Burger Rev socials. Yes. So So it is everywhere. um, And we're just really excited. Maybe next week. I don't know. We'll do like an online taste test because I haven't tried them yet. 
And I have a love, I have a passion for burger revolution. I do too. I have a passion for burgers. Anyway. Anyways. This um, is great. We might be ordering sweaters if you're into that. Oh, yeah. I feel like we can offer them to the people of the pod. Yeah. Like, if someone wants to get a sweater, like, yeah, we'll pre-orders. Get a we'll do pre-orders. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. You all rock our world. Sorry we were gone last week. We needed the break. We need, I couldn't open my Honestly, eyes. it was, you wouldn't understand. It, if, most people, I think a lot of people are getting this flu, so it's like... Have a have a good day though. Have a great day. I'll be thinking of all of you. Bye. That was sexual. <laughs> <laughs>